Welcome to The Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 133075, are licensed loan originators with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, and MLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, August 24 show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. My co-host, Keelan Harvey, is out this week recovering from surgery. So, Keelan, we're thinking about you uh, here over at the Money Hour and wishing you a speedy recovery. We are your local mortgage experts, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events in our local economy and how it will affect your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And the lineup for today's show, the entire show, I've got one guest for you because she's very, very special. Wendy Lund of West, a Williston Financial Group company. The future of real estate is rapidly changing. For Cornerstone, you can leverage to compete and win. And we have a lot of real estate agents that listen to the show because I am a local mortgage expert, industry leader in our space. And so really the real estate agents were the why behind starting this show. And it just turned into so much more because we've have a lot of people in a lot of different areas regarding uh, your financing. But this is a shout out for real estate agents. Now, if you're not a real estate agent, the technique that my guest speaker is going to be sharing with us today is going to apply to any business. So if you are in business and you want to showcase what you do, you definitely will not want to miss out any part of today's show. Great information and great guest in studio. Again, for more information, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And let's start out today's show as we do each week with a little money chat. Money. Money. So today for Money Chat, I thought I would talk about perception of discounted mortgage shops. And I thought it actually might tie in well with what we're going to be uh, discussing with my guest today. And have you seen ads on TV that are talking about the lowest rates in town? Have you seen their ads online? Bigger is not always cheaper. Great ads, but cost millions of dollars to put those ads together and then to get them out to the market. So how do they pay for that marketing? Well, they're playing with the same deck that every other mortgage company is playing with. And for same thing, when we talk about the real estate space, the discounted brokerages have a lot of marketing dollars. So you're either re-putting those resources and those marketing dollars into marketing ads for possibly a discounted product, or you're putting it in for the highest level of service. So offering mortgage services, you can do the same thing in any other industry. So if you work with a discounted shop, what is the risk of lack of service because again the resources are going towards marketing dollars or the resources are going towards higher level service 
That's typically what you're going to see. Discounted shop typically equals discounted service. You've got to be missing out in somewhere. So in the mortgage arena, what are you missing with lack of service? Well, not closing on time, that's a pretty big one. And whether or not they're saying that they can close on time and don't, very devastating if that happens, or they're just telling up front that they have longer turn times, which is going to jeopardize your offer getting accepted. Financing falls through because lack of due diligence, due diligence lack of knowledge, and lack of all of things in, in bringing in the best of the best in the industry, which costs money to do that. Uh, earnest money at risk because of that lack of performance or not closing on time. Uh, you're being passed around multiple different people throughout the entire process. So all of the discounted shops, you'll see uh, 800 call center staff. That's what they have that are taking care of your mortgage. And you literally are getting passed around from one to the next. I actually just had a client uh, that I locked in two weeks ago on a refinance and she was with a discounted shop. I won't mention any uh, names here. But she was told that her file had gone to underwriting and, and she's it's a refinance. She's an older lady. There's a really big why behind why she needs to refinance. It's it's everything to her to get this loan completed. And nobody was communicating with her. She couldn't get any information from her supposedly mortgage consultant or mortgage representative. So she kept calling and calling and calling. And finally, she went to her real estate agent, Helene, shout out to you. Thank you for the introduction. She went out to her real estate agent and said, my gosh, I'm I'm just, I'm devastated. I'm not getting any return call. Do you have any suggestions? And my real estate agent, Helene, great partner, she said, oh my gosh, you have to call Tina. So I had a meeting with her. We did a virtual meeting, went through all the options. I strategically told her how we needed to, to, to do this, some adjustments she needed to make to make this deal come together so that she could actually do what she needed to do for her and her son. So she was coming in. She wanted to drop off documents so she could meet my entire team. She was just thrilled that we were going to be able to put this together. And she had trust and confidence that we were actually going to be able to get this done. And she cried. She cried because she said, you know what? I actually finally got a call back from this other company. And Come to find out that he was no longer there, fired, quit, doesn't matter, whatever happened, he was gone. And the new person that stepped in was reading the notes. That file was never submitted to underwriting. Now, here's exactly what happened. That mortgage professional, supposedly, which works in a discounted shop, which means is getting paid discounted money and is not a professional in the industry, um, he is actually, his job is based on how many loans he closes and his job is at risk if he doesn't close loans. So if there's a loan that's going to be a little bit more challenging, I don't know, you got to push it to side. You got to get the ones that are easy because you got to meet your quota. I mean, it's just a big nightmare no matter how you look at it. So he just stopped returning her phone calls and then lied and said it went to underwriting. One small example of what can happen in not working with a, a professional in the process. Um, also not available in business hours is a huge one, especially if you're in the purchase market. You have to be uh, know your person is going to be available. Um, no advocate through the process, which I was just talking about. And a policy of not taking calls and talking with other business professionals through the process. And again, that's on a purchase side. You want to make sure that your mortgage professional is communicating through the process with both agents. Um, now, also, the other thing that a discounted shop is going to risk is your offer getting accepted. And the reason why is because of the reputation that they have built for themselves on the street. Multiple offer scenario, forget it. They're going to take the uh, pre-approval letter that is with, with, with established mortgage consultant all day long. Now, we're not in such a competitive market with 10, 11 offers on a property, but 
you're not maybe possibly getting the best terms on the sale of that home if you've got something else that is going to not be as positive, one of it being um, not an established uh, reputation in the market. So again, discounted price equals discounted service. You can shop for your clothes at Target or you can go to a department store. You can buy a Hyundai um, it, for a cheap because it's a cheap car, or you can buy the Mercedes for the quality. So uh, decide what's most important to you and then be able to choose accordingly for that. Coming up next on the Money Hour, the future of real estate is rapidly changing. For Cornerstone, you can leverage to compete and win. Wendy Lund of West, a Williamston Financial Group company, right here on 1150 AM, KKNW, after the short break. Are you on track to achieve all of your financial goals? Are you trying to balance saving for your retirement and for college? Not to mention life and disability insurance or long-term care costs. And what about retirement without worrying about running out of money? You need someone you can trust to help you create a plan for all of these things. Susan with a Z, Shaler at Edward Jones in Shoreline helps families just like yours create a plan to achieve all their goals. Susan Shaler at Edward Jones has degrees in both finance and accounting from Seattle University and specializes in tax-free planning. She can help you determine if you have enough insurance coverage to protect the people you love the most and protect the money you've worked so hard to save from long-term care costs and taxes. Edward Jones has been in business for almost 100 years and is an independent partnership that has been rated as the top in client satisfaction many times. You can trust Susan Shaler and Edward Jones to partner with you for your lifetime. Hi, this is Susan with a Z Shaler, financial advisor with Edward Jones. My office is located in Shoreline right next to the YMCA at 192nd and Aurora. You can reach me by calling 206 542 2599 or emailing me at suzan.shayler at com for a no-cost, no-obligation evaluation to help you see if you're on track to achieve your financial goals and dreams. Again, that's 206-542-2599 or please connect to Susan Shaler at Edward Jones via LinkedIn. I look forward to hearing from you. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, August 24th show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. My co-host, Keelan, is out today. I'm flying solo. He's recovering from a surgery, and we are your local mortgage experts. It is a great day to talk about money, and that's what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can build a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but I hear, I'm hear i here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Please call the show at one 855 411150 Again, that's one 411150 or online at themoneyr.com. In studio right now, I have Wendy Lunt of West, a Williston Financial Group company. 
And today we're talking about the future of real estate is rapidly changing. Four cornerstones that you can leverage to to compete and win. Wendy, thank you so much for joining us in studio today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and I met Wendy at uh, Women's Council of Realtors event. She was the uh, keynote speaker for that and just nailed it. And so I thought, you know what, I have to have her come in. And she has all of these educational programs that she uh, offers for the real estate. So I'll give a shout out. You want to make sure that you uh, stay tuned and I'll break that down for you so that you can get connected and attend these courses. And I'm actually going to attend them as well because it's some really great information. So Wendy, uh, or a little bit about Wendy before we start. Uh, line in business and in life is fueled by passion in business. Wendy is passionate about one thing and that is teaching. And to teach at the high level, she obsesses about continually learning she consumes everything that she can about marketing and technology so that she can be a phenomenal resource for you. Let's just say she nerds out about it so that you don't have to. Through all of her years of teaching, she's learned it's not what you say, it's what people hear. Wendy is here to teach you how to communicate with your clients so that they hear you the right way. Now, just a few other things that she nerds out about, hiking and skiing, uh, fat tire biking, national forest, what is that? Uh, it's a bike tire that's about the size of a motorcycle tire. So you, Got you go it. slow, okay. but you go over really difficult Love terrain. Love that. Uh, idea room creating. I could actually imagine what that consists of. And campfire sitting, which I'm a camper too, so uh, we are definitely kindred spirits. OSU Digital Brand Management Certification, BA Education, 21 years in the industry, and she actually sold a little bit of real estate Mm -hmm. um, in her day as well. So, Wendy, thank you again so much for coming in today. Happy to be here. And let's go ahead and start out, Wendy. Uh, In your experience, what are the foundational keys to successful real estate business? And I know what your first one um, is people are the foundation. Let's talk about that. Excellent. Well, you know, we're in a really big time of change right now in the real estate industry. I would call it flux. Some people will call it disruption, but there are so many different models of real estate uh, brokerages and brokers that are coming out as well as iBuyers. So it's really disruptive right now. And so knowing that as a traditional real estate broker, the most important thing you can do is really go back to some of the foundational pieces. Just like if you're in sports and you are kind of missing your free throw. You go back and do the basics. It's really time to get back to some of the basics. So true. So people, you're right. That's the first one. And I believe because this is a people business, people are the foundation of your business, being um, more people-centric. Instead of thinking of uh, leads, start calling them people, and it'll change everything. I love that. And, and, you know, same thing versus leads, it's relationships. It's all about building those relationships and getting connected with people at the highest possible level. So they want to support you and support your business and your life. Uh, So true. So, Wendy, what is brand archetype and how do you find out what your brand type is, your brand voice, connecting with your bio and your imagery? Let's talk about that. Oh, I love talking about this. In fact, this is when you're probably going to call me a nerd. So brand archetype is actually been around since the late 1800s. And if you were a big brand like, say, Coca-Cola, you would pay a marketing manager $10,000 plus to find out what your brand archetype is, which just means what's your brand's personality 
And knowing what your brand's personality allows you to then communicate better to your audience. Okay. So if you want to know what your brand archetype is as a business, mm-hmm. I actually have a quiz that you can take. Ooh. And uh, you can contact I get, I get me. to definitely do that quiz, right? You are definitely doing okay. the quiz. All right. Anyone Yay. else that wants to, after this call, okay. just get a hold of me and I will give you that opportunity. That is awesome. And again, just connect with the show at uh, 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com and I will get you uh, connected and we can get that sent out to you uh, from Wendy. So Wendy, let's talk about the importance of a marketing message and what should that marketing message be? Excellent. So as you can tell, I started with people. It's the foundation. Okay. Then knowing what your brand is and then third is going to be that being able to know what your marketing message is. And if you've ever talked to me about marketing, I get a little passionate about it, but I have Uh to say so many people in marketing do too much. Yes. And so if you can think of this one mantra, which is one moment, one message. Mm. Love that. Right? So if it's an Instagram post, you want to know what your message is that you want to portray and you want to just have that. You don't want to try to say six different things in one post or one postcard Mm -hmm. or one flyer. So Uh, That's a really big piece. And I rely on listening to the philosophy of what we call story brand. Yeah. And marketing is telling a story. Yes. And so if you know what your story is and you know who the hero is, which you are not the hero, you're the guide. Yes. You know, in mortgage, you're the guide, the the client that's buying the house. They're the hero of that story. Of so course. really getting your story and your brand and your people and your message, all of that right is so important. Yeah. So that's, that's my philosophy. Love that. So you mentioned that agents need to show up on search engines or, you know, that's, you've talked a lot about that and when searching for property. So let's talk about how they do this. Excellent. Search <laughs> is the fourth cornerstone. Okay. So search is what we all are used to. We're looking for a coffee shop and we start putting in the words coffee shop and Google automatically brings up the near me search. It's the number one search right now. Mm -hmm. Consumers driving down the road, they see a house with a for sale sign. They pop into their Google and they go, real estate agent near me. And if you want to show up as that real estate agent, you need to be on search in the right way. So I would be happy to share with anyone how to set up their Google My Business, Mm -hmm. get on Google Maps, but most importantly for that search, optimize so that they're one of the top three in the map pack. Yeah, so so critically important that you are making sure that you're showing up where your potential clients are showing up. So uh, once their foundation is established, what are the most important activities that they can do to develop and nurture their business? And let's start out with, because I know communication uh, you talk about is critically important. Let's start there. Absolutely. Communication is key. And I look at communication as not just talking, but it's actually listening. And so Mm -hmm. becoming better active listeners and having really great questions to ask your clients to understand what they want. I think is going to be a big key to the future. Right now, anyone can go and search real estate, houses, mortgage, interest rates, et cetera. But what they need is a real human that can ask them the right questions and then give them the answers that they're looking for. Because sometimes when they're searching, they're not actually finding what they're looking for. Yeah. And, you know, listening is critically important. Um, I talk in, in my coaching program, I talk about the importance with video and um, whether it's video or it's social media or it's a marketing mail piece that you're doing. Um, definitely, like you state, having that one message 
And with that one message, making sure that you are attracting the people that need that message right now. And so you mentioned listening. I would imagine that listening is about being able to target and find those right people. Is that correct, Wendy? A hundred percent. And there's a tool I can share with you. Really? And it's right at our fingertips. It's actually the most underutilized tool on Facebook today. And it's called Friend Lists. And you can mm-hmm. go in and build a friend list. And what it does is it, it breaks the algorithm that Facebook has created. Facebook's trying to tell you, show you just 20 people and what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, this allows you to create your own quiet news feed. You get rid of all of the ads on yes. that news feed. You put in the top, say, 50 or 75 people that you care about the most in yeah. your business. And you want to listen to them. And then you listen. That way, when you reach out in a human way with a handwritten note mm-hmm. or a text or a call or a pop by or even just comment, they know that you've been listening to them. And the yeah. only reason people life cast out into social media, which means they post what they're eating or what they're thinking mm-hmm. or what's going on, is they want someone to engage with them and listen to them. Yeah. And when you connect in that human way, you're top of mind. Yes. And when you're top of mind and they need a mortgage... They call you. Exactly. You know, and I've, um, Friends List is so amazing just for what you said is because there's so many people that you're going to have in your database and the circle that you're building, but having those really specific ones that you're targeting at a different high level it allows you to be able to manage for that process. And also because Facebook, the algorithms are so unbelievable. They do a lot of the, um, I call it one-timing, which is just the highest efficiency level that you can be in. They do a lot of that one-timing for you through their algorithms because when you build those friends list, now anything that you're commenting on their post, anything that you have to say goes up to the top of their feed Correct. With all of the 5,000 people they might have in theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I just love it. I think the friends list is the most um, efficient way to manage the special people that you want to give that higher level of attention to. Since you love it, let me give you the strategy. Perfect. And it's four steps. Okay. So once you make your friend list. And I'm writing this down. Okay. Uh-huh. Every day, same time of day, let's say 9 a.m. you get up and you're at your desk You do this from your computer, you open up your friend list. Number one, you like. So as soon as you like, it actually pops up on their their Facebook or Instagram, if if you use Instagram, but Uh it's going to be Facebook. Number two, you comment. Yes. And that does what you just said. It breaks Mm -hmm. the algorithm. They'll start to see more of you. Number three, you go take this online experience, you go offline. So that's when you... Let's say that they got a new puppy. Mm-hmm. So you send them treats yes. through Amazon. Yeah. Same treats your puppy loves. Yeah. So that's the third. That's offline. And then fourth, you follow up. So yeah. you think about it. They say one thing. You have four different ways that you reconnect. Yes. If there is an opportunity, you're definitely top of mind and you're definitely going to get that referral. 100%. Love that so much. And also don't forget to share, right? Because that share has huge additional algorithms in keeping you at yes. the top of theirs, correct? Yes. If yeah. it makes sense to share, definitely. If it makes sense, of course. Mm-hmm. We're not going to share something unless it's something that's going to be a benefit to someone else that yes. is within your circle. Yeah, love that so much. Um, so I've, I've been in the mortgage industry for almost 25 years or a quarter of a century. I'm saying over two decades now, but I can't wait to say a quarter of a century. (laughs) And, but I've only shared my story for the last five years. And so it took me a long time to connect why I do what I do. And then once I open that up, then I continue to go through the path of really embracing my story. So why is that so important? And why are people 
not doing it, not even thinking about doing it? And why did it take me so long <laughs> to do it myself? So, well, okay, there's lots of questions there, but I'm yes. going to have to say, I'm going to address the first one, which is why are we, do, why are we not doing it and yeah. why should we? Okay. I think we think that we're two different people. Mm-hmm. We're so who we are in business and then we're who we are outside of business. Yeah. Because of social media and the way everything is working now, people want to have that mesh together. They want to know all sides, all facets of you. Yeah. So the why you should do it is because when you connect in a human way, people reconnect back with you and they want to do business with you. Yeah. So if they like you, you have something in common, or they just saw you and you were interesting or funny, mm-hmm. or maybe you made them emote, they want to work with you. So definitely yeah. share your stories. And that's a great way to uh, take us to commercial. But we're going to pick it back up with story because I think out of everything that we're talking about today with Wendy, story is a big, big, huge part of it. So coming up next on the Money Hour, the future of real estate is rapidly changing. Four cornerstones that can leverage to compete and win. Wendy Lent of West, a Williston Financial Group company, right here at 1150 AM, KKNW, after the short break. stuck or experiencing setbacks in life and business? Do you feel overwhelmed and stressed? Are you ready to break through and step up in life? It's time for your true confidence to shine through. Ray Ann Hall of Forward Principles helps individuals get out of their own way, uncovering limiting beliefs and embracing the warrior within. Ray Ann created the Results Cycle and Mindset Manager, which are effective tools for personal growth. She motivates and teaches techniques that invoke better feelings, which propel our actions and create better results through intentional thinking. Rayanne Hall of Forward Principles can help you be more effective in your day-to-day actions towards achieving your dreams and experiencing true fulfillment. Hi, I'm Rayanne Hall, founder of Forward Principles. To get a complimentary 15 minutes of mindset coaching with me, call me at 425-218-8277 or reach me online at forwardprinciples.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, August 24 show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell, and I'm flying solo today. Keelan is not here in studio, but I'm wishing him a speedy recovery. We are your local mortgage experts. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but I'm here to connect you with my guest today. You can call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. In studio right now for the entire show, I have Wendy Lent of West, a Williston Financial Group company. The future of real estate is rapidly changing. Four cornerstones that you can leverage to compete and when. Wendy, thank you again for being here, not just for a segment for the entire show. I'm having so much fun sharing your wealth of information with our listeners. Thanks. I'm having a great time too. 
And before we left, we were talking about story. And I just want to spend a, a few minutes, extra minutes here, because I think it's so important for your business. And I want to share a story with you because sharing stories, you being my listeners, uh, sharing stories helps people to connect to their own story. And if you're targeting after the right client or if you're targeting to a group of people, the right clients will come to you through the story that's connecting to them because they need your product and service at that time. Correct, Wendy? That is absolutely correct. Yeah. So again, I've been in the industry for a quarter of a century, and I was my first few years in the industry. Um, I had a lot of success, and I was recognized by Mortgage Originator Magazine as one of the top 200 producers in the nation, represent the top 1% in the industry. That same year, I was recognized as the superstar of the month, and what they did is they interviewed me, and when they asked me why I did what, and they told me ahead of time what the questions were going to be, and when they asked me why I did what I did, I didn't say, and I thought about it, and I thought, well, I'm going to leave that part of the story out, and I'm going to say, well, I was in food and beverage, and they sold the hotel, and I had to make a decision, and I wanted to be an entrepreneur, so I didn't lie, but I left out everything that was important. The reason that I decided to do mortgages is because I thought about when the company, the real, the uh, hotel was actually the Bellevue Holiday Inn, uh, the Dupars, the owners, sold to a big chain, and the new chain had came in, and they had cut the profitability of their department heads. And for me as a lounge manager, they completely cut mine out because it was unusual to pay a lounge man- manager uh, uh, profits of the, the their uh, department. And so I was devastated financially. So I thought I'm going to you know, look at other hotels, and I went and interviewed with other hotels and found out, yeah, lounge managers don't make that kind of money. They were taking really good care of me. And I found out with a co- out-of-college education, I could not get a, a manager in other departments. So I thought I needed to be an entrepreneur so I could be in control of my own success. And when I was thinking about taking that journey, I thought of the challenges that my parents had keeping a roof over their head and how Mm -hmm. I played my violin at Place Place Market to help. And I bought my first home when I was 20 years old and how being a homeowner gave me a sense of pride and a sense of security. And so I thought I could be successful selling mortgages. Now, that whole thing is not mentioned in my bio, but it is mentioned that my family had, my parents had a struggle keeping a roof over our head. And it does mention I bought my first home at 20 years old, which gave me a sense of pride and a sense of security. Mm-hmm. And so that little tiny piece of that longer story was much better than what I gave to that magazine years ago when I first got into the industry. And so on that note, I would love to hear, you know, Wendy, what is your story? Why do you do what you do? Oh, thank you for asking. So I actually started my career out as a kindergarten teacher Mm -hmm. and absolutely adored working with, I call them five-year-old people because by the end of teaching, you think they're the same size as you. Uh But it was time for me to make a career change and I went into real estate and I loved it. I was a real estate broker in the north end of Tacoma and I loved working with clients, but I found that I could only work with maybe, you know, five to seven at a time and I Uh wanted to expand. And so I went into sales and title and escrow, which allowed me to help real estate agents work with more clients. Yes. And then I moved to this position, which is truly the right direction for me to go, which is I'm helping real estate agents and title companies work with their clients. So I guess it's just looking at how many people can I help? And the biggest thing is, can I help you communicate your story? So people hear you yes. and hire you. Yes. So that's how I got to where I'm at. And it's kind of a interesting way to get there, but I'm here. I love it. And so listening, uh, why I wanted to go through that and, and share is I'm hoping if you're listening today, you were able to connect with the story sharing. Because if you were in sales, if you were selling a product or a service, 
you have to be able to connect with the people that are your potential buyers of that product or service. And by opening up and sharing your story, again, it allows them to. What other uh, reason, Wendy, is it important to story share? Now, you need to story share and why you do, but then you also have to open up that space to get them to share their story. Is that correct? That is correct. Let's talk about that. Well, we know that there's an attention deficit problem in our world, Mm -hmm. right? We used to be able to sit down and read a book. Now it's like people just want to hear the, you know, give me the cliff notes, so to speak. There is a, um, I don't know if I call it a rule, but there is a belief that there's a seven second attention span right now. I have to disagree. I think it's 0.5. I think it's a half a second, and I think it's because of our social media that's Mm -hmm. available to us. When you are looking at Instagram or Facebook, you decide very quickly if you're going to engage in the story that that person is sharing or if you're going to move on. So you have to be engaging very quickly. And once you prove that your stories merit their time to engage or Mm -hmm. read or listen or watch, then they're going to come back to that more often. The more that they come back to that, you're setting up in their mind who you are and who you are in their world, and you are going to be the first person they think of when they need your product or service. Yeah, so true. Um, Any other tips that you have on Wendy when it comes to uh, storytelling? How are you doing that on social media and platforms? Absolutely, I'd like to share. So let me tell you a couple of facts because I think whenever somebody says, why should I do that? I'm like, oh yeah, I should tell you the why before I tell you the what. So Right now, Instagram, so I'm going to go into a very specific area. Instagram, okay. specifically, is 10 times fi- ten times higher than Facebook yeah. for engagement, 85 times higher than Twitter for engagement, mm. and 54 times higher than Pinterest for engagement. So if you are strapped for time, because you have a full-time career, but you know you need to be sharing your story in all these platforms, I would suggest that you think about which ones and maybe just choose a couple channels. Instagram yes. would be one of them. Another reason why you should share your story specifically in the Instagram and the stories world is because it's visual, and that's who we are. We are 80% visual versus auditory, et cetera. So knowing that, that's another reason. Another reason you should be in Instagram and specifically in stories, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. the audience, I I know you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Tina, but stories are the top thing on top of Instagram or on top of Facebook. They're the little bubbles that you can look at first. One out of every five of those gets a direct message. So I just Mm want to let that sink in for a second. What does that mean? Well, if I'm just in Facebook and somebody makes comments, it's a very public conversation. But in stories, if somebody responds to something, it is one-to-one. Hmm. And people are more likely to have a conversation with you when they know it's one-to-one than one-to-many. So the power there is using stories and using this social channel allows people to connect with you. Mm -hmm. And it may not be about what you're sharing. It might be about needing a loan for their next house or needing to sell their home. So those are some of the things. um, Those are the whys. But what? What should you share? You should share a slice of life. Like a day in the life. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. So let me give an example of what you should not do. Just listed. Just yes. sold. Yeah. Interest rates are. Yeah. Instead, yes. tell me in story format, like, what does that mean to me? Yes. So if you just sold a home in a neighborhood and it went for, you know, 10000 over asking price, it sh- you, when you share it out, it should be that's the story. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. This is very exciting. If you live in the University Place, Washington area... 
the home in your neighborhood just sold for $10,000 over asking price. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Yeah. Let me know if you're curious. I'd love to share. And that's, a, and I love too, because you kind of tied in with the story as well with the one message. You know, mm-hmm. one thing that you're focusing on that story and it's, it's sold for $10,000 more. Mm-hmm. So um, such key tips when it comes to storytelling, t- uh, telling Wendy. I would like to also kind of switch over to uh, with Instagram and Facebook talking about ways to share current trends that are happening. How are you using the social media platforms, mainly Instagram, for that? Mm -hmm. So current trends, so what's happening in our community, sometimes you can even look at it as like story jacking. So whatever's happening, whether it's seasonally or um, a community event, make sure that you're talking about that and sharing about it. It shows that you're a part of the community. So you can't always take a picture of the person and share it, but you can tell a story about their community they live in makes them more interested. And isn't it important, too, when we're talking about one message to really be able, and I know that this can be um, a sore topic sometimes for real estate agents especially because um, there are so many opportunities to do business in massive communities. But when it really comes to targeting and doing all of the extra things to really focus at a high level on marketing and social media and engaging, do you think that it would be important for them to really target a community and do that at a really high level here? Not to say that they're not going to work outside of that community, but all of their attention, because everything that we're talking about, it does take time, it takes Mm -hmm. resources, and it takes um, education to understand what's happening and how you're communicating because you're targeting a certain right. So should they really put that focus in one targeted area? Yes and no. Okay, so let's I, hear about the let's hear about the yes, the yes and the first. no. Yes. So yes, they should know who their audience is and mm-hmm. who they want to do business with. Okay. And when I, I call it when there's clarity, there's confidence. Okay. So if you're clear on who you're talking to, mm-hmm. you're confident in all of your messaging, and the consumer that sees that feels that confidence. Yes. If you're trying to shoot, you know, 3,000 things out there and just see what sticks against the wall, you're less likely to get okay. found. All right. And what about the no? No, I don't think you should only do one because I think you should have the pillars. A pillar of your business would be existing okay. clients and past clients. Of course. Your sphere. Of course. And then I think you should have a niche. Yeah. Like maybe you're really um, passionate about waterfront. Yes. So then we can demographically help you find that farm of those yep. people and speak to them. What's important yeah. to them? Why would they want to hire you? Exactly. So your yes and no are actually my yes and no as well then. So you have that that niche or that niche that you're going mm-hmm. after and you're really targeting that, but you're continuing continuing to build and you're going to always work with your existing um, database and your clients and service them. Two yes. words, nurture and grow. Nurture and grow. Love that. On that note, we're going to take us to a break of it coming up next on the Money Hour. The future of real estate is rapidly changing. Four cornerstones that you can leverage to compete and win. I'm here with Wendy Lent of West, a Williston Financial Group company, right here at 1150 a.m. at KKNW after this short break. Do you want to buy a home? Are you selling your home for the first time? Are you afraid you won't receive the value and you don't know where to start? Glenn Schmeck with Keller Williams Realty South Sound offers free first-time home buyer and first-time home seller classes and consultations at your convenience. Glenn practices realty with Keller Williams Real Estate and they are ranked number one in customer satisfaction by J.D. Power and Associates. 
Hi, this is Glenn Schmeck with Keller Williams Realty South Sound. To learn more about my classes or get a consultation, call or text me 360-227-9749. Again, that's Glenn at 360-227-9749. Whatever your business is, your online reputation is what drives your potential customers to buy from you instead of your competitors. It is no secret that people more frequently utilize businesses that are recommended by other consumers and that have high ratings in comparison to their competitors. The more stars your average rating has, the better you are in the eyes of a consumer. Your positive reviews impact sales, search results, and visibility on the map. So how can you do that? Welcome to Ogvo. We're here to take care of all your online reputation management. With Ogvo, you can finally get those positive reviews that speak louder than any marketing campaign and drive more traffic to your business. Visit Ogvo today and get started with your free reputation analysis. Hi, I'm Cheryl Thompson with Ogvo. You can reach me at 206-462-4821 or email me at cheryl at ogvo.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, August 24 show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell, flying solo. Keelan Harvey is not here this week, but hopefully he'll be recovered from his surgery and back in studio uh, with us next week. We are your local mortgage experts. Bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in every area regarding your money. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint in today's economy. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to connect you with the guests that I have in the studio today. You can call the show at one 855 or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. In studio right now, I have Wendy Lent of West, a Williston financial group company, and we're talking about the future of real estate is rapidly changing four cornerstones that can leverage to compete and win in today's market. Wendy, thank you again for hanging out with me for the entire show. Absolutely. And so I wanted to jump into a a new piece of our topic here uh, today, and that's how does Google My Business affect how an agent is showing up? Excellent. Well, that's that fourth cornerstone called search. And so because we have search in our pocket, in our hand, it's on our cell phones, People are using that. And with Google My Business, if you have it not only set up but optimized, you will get found more often organically. So even without spending money on Google Ads, Google will share that because Google, going back to the brand archetype, Mm -hmm. Google's brand archetype is actually the sage. And sage means it wants to share truth. So it can only share what you've told it about your business. So not having all that information actually hurts you on search and hides you, so to speak. Yeah, and we definitely do not want to be hidden on search. I always say it's it's kind of like in the mortgage industry. If you don't have any credit at all, you are not going to get a mortgage. Mm-hmm. If you have bad credit, you are not going to get a mortgage. If you are not seen on social media, you're not going to get seen, you're not going to get business. And if you've seen bad on social media, you're not going to get business either. So it's not having a presence is almost as bad as having a bad presence. I Is that correct? Agree. Yes. And, yeah. and we were talking about algorithms earlier. Google's mm-hmm. changed theirs recently. And one of the things that they've done in search is they actually want to become 
your business's homepage. Uh-huh. So you've probably seen in the past where you maybe, let's say you were trying to bake a cake and you just said, how to bake a cake. And it would give you all these places to go. Well, now search has changed. You'll actually see steps one through seven displayed. Have you noticed that? Really? So this, so what Google is doing is they're huh. scraping the information from the websites and bringing it, displaying it right on Google. Wow. They want to keep you there. So if you don't, if someone doesn't know what Google My Business looks like, search uh, a coffee shop on your uh-huh. computer, and on the right hand side, that's called the knowledge panel. Okay, that's where the Google Business Place shows up. And the more that you have that showing up, it has a link to call you. It has uh-huh. a link directions to your office. Mm. People can read reviews about you. It'll even bring you reviews from Facebook and from Zillow and display yeah. them. So it is like a virtual brick and mortar mm-hmm. visibility piece for you. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a warm lead person when it comes to my mortgage business, not a cold lead. But so, but even if you are warm and you're not looking for that cold business coming in, when you are being introduced by a, a warm person from your database, they still don't know you. And the first thing that they're doing is they're going to social media. So it used to be the first um, a pre- imp- your first impression is everything. Well, your first impression used to be face-to-face. Now your first impression is your presence on social media. And so that first impression is going to be your lasting impression. So you have to be there. Is that correct, Wendy? That is correct. So when they put your name into Google because they were referred by their sister or yes. their aunt or their coworker, what shows up exactly. is vital. And yeah. you remember when we had newspapers? There was a uh-huh. thing called the fold. It's where the newspaper was folded in half. Okay. Well, in computers, there's actually a fold. It's uh-huh. basically you see the top five citations on yes. Google, and then there's a fold. Fewer and fewer people even going past of the fold. Course. They're definitely not going to page two. So having your Google My Business set up on the right-hand side mm-hmm. is going to be paramount right yeah. now going into the with the new algorithm on search. Yeah, so and true. I want to mention what you said. Mm-hmm. This is not just for people that want cold leads, like you yeah. said. This is for referral-based business. Is. So our traditional strong real estate brokers, this would be a very simple thing to do, mm-hmm. but a very foundational platform to lay out right now yeah. to compete at the level they need to right now. Of course, yeah. So do you have any professional tips on the best exposure, additional ones and what we've talked about on your Google My Business? Okay, so here's a pro tip. I love okay. sharing pro tips. So once your Google My Business is completely set up, you can do three things to get in what they call the map pack. Okay. So I'll tell you what I mean when I say map pack. So if I'm searching for loan officer in uh, Bellevue, Washington, there will probably be one ad that shows up at the top, and then there's three loan offers that will show up next. And those are according to these three things. They show up organically if you have the most reviews that are a four-star and above on Google. Okay. You have the most photos and videos that you've shared on your Google My Business because Google loves information and image is also information. And then the third is that you have the most posts on your Google My Business page. So all three of these things do not cost money. Mm-hmm. And there's a great strategy that you can use is just to be consistent. And we mentioned earlier, like, there's all these channels of places you need to post. Yeah. If I was in real estate and lending today, I would make sure that I was posting on Google because Google is the yeah. is the you know, the parent of all search, basically the way that we all look at it. Very few people are going anywhere else. So your posts are free, but they act like an ad. You can, there's a button, you can actually add a button to your post and say like a learn more button and it can go to your website. It could go to a landing page Mm -hmm. where they could fill out a form to um, find out about selling their house, et cetera. So those are the three things. That's a pro tip. So don't just stop at getting it set up. 
really nurture that Google My Business. Yeah, well, I'm writing down a lot of things that I'm going to chat <laughs> with you about in more detail after the show because we just don't have enough time. And that's why, and I actually want to give a shout out right here. That's why if you're listening to the show that you need to connect uh, with Wendy and, and go to her actual live workshops where you're going to be able to get this down because I've got so many things that I got the privilege to hang out with her afterwards, um, but you do not. So I want to get you at a place where you can be face-to-face with her. Uh, she does an amount about me, which is all about your bio and dialing in in that workshop and getting your bio together as her educating and teaching you what to do in the moment. Uh, Google My Business, which we've talked about, visibility on search and maps. If you're going, oh my gosh, this is so much, we'll go to a workshop, 90 minutes, that she will get you up and running. And it's a live workshop that you're going to be engaging in. Uh, Instagram Stories, and that's about your brand story, what we've been talking about for a brief period of time here and critically important. Uh, Another class that she has is Facebook Hacks Execute, and that's rehumanizing your marketing. And the last one she has is review and execute. It's about reviewing your scripts and your strategies for delivering your system when it comes to reviews and video, which we're going to go to video here in a second. And each of these classes are 90 minutes long. So again, uh, to get connected, uh, just call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And we'll get that information out to you. So Uh, Wendy, thank you for sharing those with me because I'm going to be attending all of them. I can't wait. Uh, Let's talk about uh, video because I I know that uh, a lot of real estate agents and other uh, professionals as well uh, shy away from video. And let's talk about the importance of that and how much business that they're losing by not doing not only not doing video, but maybe not doing video correctly. Okay, excellent. So if you want to scale yourself, if you want to be able to get in front of a number of people in a short period of time, video does that. Uh, When someone sees you and hears you at the exact same time, whether it's live in front of them Mm -hmm. or it's a video that's been recorded and maybe sent to them through an email or through a text message or even through social, they feel like they've met you. They feel like they've spent time with you. And we can start getting to that know, like, and trust versus you're just a name on a on a piece of paper, on a postcard, et cetera. So it really humanizes the experience. And I always like to share a couple of places. If you are thinking about adding video to your business, bombbomb.com is Mm -hmm. a really great resource in which you can create videos, put them into a library, and then utilize them at the right time. There's another company called QuickPage, also is a delivery for video. It has a few different um, things, but definitely start using at least your cell phone Yes. And hold it up and do a selfie video and mm-hmm. send it one to one. It's not always one to many, sometimes one to one. So yes. if I if I know something about you, maybe it was just your birthday mm-hmm. and I took the time instead of writing HBD on yes. your Facebook page, yeah. I recorded a personal video. Yep. Now I'm not going to sing to you because I don't sing very well. But sometimes if you're not a great, I sing and yes. I'm a terrible singer. But hey, why not just rock your tail? You make them laugh, right? <laughs> Depends I, on who you're, if it's a close business partner or exactly, not. Exactly. But is <laughs> yeah. it memorable? Absolutely. Oh, 100%. If, if you had 500 HBDs on your Facebook page and you had one or two people that reached mm-hmm. out to you with a personal yeah. message, yeah. which would you remember? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Top of mind. Top of mind. All so important. Um, also, I want to uh, bring in here to the importance of Uh, doing behind the scenes, you know, it's just interesting as you get in business and continue to do things. The show's been running for over a decade and um, we just started doing behind the scenes video and what a missed opportunity that was. And you talk about the attention span and these videos are like two minutes or, Mm -hmm. but it just has enough of 
and not the actual show. It's behind the scenes and some of the things that's happening, which so it's important, especially for real estate agents too, to do some behind the scenes stuff. Let them know what you're doing behind the curtain, right? Do you want a pro tip on that? Yes, please. Okay. Definitely. So I love this. So video, everybody thinks it has to be them, like uh-huh. them in front of the camera. Sometimes it should be. But to get a point, the point across that you're a real estate professional and that you put time into staging and preparing a property, set your phone up in the corner on a tripod, put it on time lapse, and declutter and stage your room. And a four-hour video yeah. takes 29 seconds to watch. Yeah. What will happen is people will say, oh, Tina's in real estate. Tina's, you know, she does these things for her clients. I think my mother-in-law is ready to sell her house, mm-hmm. and I know she could definitely help her. Love so, that. Yeah, just do different different versions. Love your pro tips. Thank you. Yeah. So let's move over. We've talked about um, video and, and search, and let's move over to uh, reviews and creating an experience mm. through reviews. Okay. This is one of my absolute favorite topics. So when you want a review, the review has to start before you meet the client. You have to think about how am I going to create an experience worth talking about? Yeah. Because that's what a review is. Yeah. So first, you know, what experience are you going to create for this homeowner or this, um, this buyer or this person that's getting a loan with you? What's the experience? And, you know, go above and beyond. I like to say wow them. Uh, yeah. So whatever that means to you, that's what I would suggest. And then once they have an experience worth talking about, prepare them and say, what I'm going to do with you is going to be a five-star and above experience. Mm-hmm. And so because of that and the fact that I do all my business by word of mouth, notice I didn't have a, a billboard up. That's not how yeah. you found me. You referred to me. Yeah. With your permission, I'm going to ask three th- times, three milestones throughout selling your home or buying your home mm-hmm. and ask for a review. Would you be open to doing that for me so yeah. I can spread my business and help more people just like you? And that is such a well-dialogued and scripted way of communicating that. And I love, I've never actually thought about setting it up in, there's going to be three different times because there's critical times through the process. And mm-hmm. when you let them know up front of what what you're doing and then get their buy-in for it. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about asking. Is that the piece of when you're asking and how that's happening or? Yes, I think that that's letting them know what's going to happen. But then yes. here's the biggest thing. Um, people ask me, why doesn't someone, why won't people review me? Yes. I don't know about you, but I'll have a really great experience. And then the company will send me a text or an email saying, will you review me? And I'll literally click on yes. And I'll get right to that spot and they'll go, I don't know what to say right now. I'll come Uh back to it. Yeah. So it's not because people don't want to review you. It's they can't think of what to, what to say. So in one of the courses that I teach, I actually create a couple dozen. I'm going to probably get to about 30 Uh different leading questions so that when they are asking for the review, they know exactly what that what what the consumer knows what they want to review them about. Let's say we go under contract. Okay. Uh, I would send you a request for review and say, we just went under contract. Congratulations. Would you say that I was an expert negotiator and got you everything you wanted? If so, will you click on the link below and give me a star rating and share that? So you are actually, you're asking them a question on the question is going to be the review that they're going to leave you. Correct. Oh, 
That's brilliant because here, as we're wrapping up our time, I wish I had more time with you on this because this is so important. But um, I could get a hundred percent review. It's just when they're saying how great I am, ask them if they could. I could use their words. The problem is, though, is getting those words because you're making note of everything that they're saying. The problem is, is then if you write the review, it's not going in through the Google. You've got to. So it has to be authentically that, from the client. Yeah. Yes. So I'm. You've, as a listener, you definitely need to connect um, with Wendy because she has such a wealth of information and such an important topic. And we just got to touch uh, barely on reviews. And I'd like to have you come back in studio and just talk on reviews. Would you be willing to do that? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have for today, Wendy. So I'm just going to leave the listeners hanging. Um, so, Wendy, thank you so much for coming in. It was great information that you provided and just really appreciated uh, hanging out with you for the entire show. Thanks for letting me share my story. Yeah. And this is Tina Mitchell, your host, signing off for the day. And Keelan should be back next week. You might have missed in the last couple weekends. We are your local mortgage experts. And just thank you for being a listener. We'll be here same time, same place next week. And enjoy the rest of your weekend. Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, and MLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC.